0: I am Lawrence Holmes, and I am here with you until 2 o'clock. We are getting ready to have a conversation with the manager of your Chicago Cubs. you are pretty hot right now, which is a good thing. David Ross. Ray, let's get it.
1: This is the David Ross Show. Chicago! Clubs manager David Ross on the Lawrence Holmes show. My expectation is for us to win ball games. I mean, like we're gonna go out and compete really hard. I think it's a fun group. World Series Hero. And now the one-two pitch on the way to Ross. One on hit in the air, deep center field. Back goes Davis. Back into the track. Near the wall. Davis leaping, and that ball is a home run. David Ross with Lawrence Holmes on 670, the score. This
0: hour is being brought to you by CarX, Tire, and Auto. Online at carx.com. David Ross joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, some of the world's largest sports book. Rossi, what's up, dude?
1: What's going on, Lawrence? How are you? Good afternoon.
0: Man, I'm doing all right, and so is your ball club. What do you think has been different about your team over the last week or so?
1: I think it starts with starting pitching. We've gotten much better starting pitching. Uh, Kyle's been on a roll. Justin Steele gave us a great outing. Obviously, Wade last night was really impressive. I think overall, our starting pitching is just um, kept us in the ball game, put up a lot of zeros early on, and gave us a chance to compete throughout the game. We've had some big knocks late, uh, having those balls fall finally uh, for us, and we're in every ball game still. But um, you know, starting pitching keeps it close and we're able to we've come through with some big hits here and there.
0: I wanted to ask you about Frank Schwindel because he's had an interesting week where he had been optioned and then you guys brought him back and he he, he made a roster move and and he ends up playing for you and in a couple of instances came very close to winning a game with a home run then had a, a couple of other graded bats, had some graded bats last night can, can you walk me through what this roller coaster of a week must have been like for him?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, one, I mean, you can go back to a, the week before as well when you're scuffling a little bit and you're trying so hard to, um, you know, get hits and, and, you know, find your timing, have good at bats and uh, you get the bad news, you go home, you reset, you kind of probably a sense of relief. I mean, talking to him a little bit, he knew he wasn't right, but I've been working on some things and we were, we believe in Frank and trying to take some of the pressure off of him and give him a, you know, a few at bats to, to regroup while we needed some starting pitching. Uh, and, you know, you get that bad news, you reset mentally, you're, you're let down. He was definitely disappointed. And uh, we bring him right back. And I make that phone call uh, to tell him he's coming back the next day. And, you know, he was, he was just pumped up. He was like, sweet, you know, like no no hard feelings, no, um, no sulking, no bad attitude. He just w- kept working with our hitting guys, and um, you put him in there, and he continues to have success and some good at-bats, some things fall. And I think that, you know, that ball he hit in San Diego was really a turning point, like, hey, I'm going to come up with big hits. I'm having good at-bats. He's hitting balls hard all over the yard. And then things start falling for him, and then it's about confidence. That's what – that's really what it is a lot of the times when you get your timing down and you start to hit balls hard and build a little bit of confidence. That stuff can go a long way.
0: How hard are those conversations when you know a guy is is doing everything that they can, but they're not helping and you you have to make a move?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the worst part of this job, right? I mean, this, the the you know every guy on the team and the organization when you have to deliver a tough message. Everybody's giving their all and everybody's um, – you know, putting their best foot forward, so to speak, every time out there. They work hard. Uh, we have a group that worked extremely hard, and they bring a positive attitude every day. I think sometimes one is just like, you know, you want guys to get right, and you believe in them, um, and you're trying to give them some an environment where they can work through some things. And sometimes it's just roster construction, and we may need an extra pitcher here, or um, somebody, somebody may um, – be short and you got to send a guy down and get get a fresh fresh guy when I say short I mean just look we've we've taxed them a lot in the bullpen and you got to have a little bit of turnover and I think the successful teams that have depth and uh, a lot of versatility uh, are the ones that are gonna uh, you see compete year after year because it's it's next man up mentality and uh, sometimes guys just need a, a reset or we just got to rest a guy and get a fresh arm up here at the big leagues because it's all about winning. You
0: you brought up Kyle Hendricks and, and what he's done over the last three starts. What are the things that you like from what you've seen of him?
1: Uh, I think the fastball command. Uh, I talk about his, and he talks as well about his angle to his pitches. Um, working down in the zone I think is really important for him, and the changeup just seems to be um, – the depth on it right now just really seems to be uh, some of his best that I think he's had. Um, another thing he's really incorporated really well is the breaking ball, even in behind the count, flipping the breaking ball in, stealing a strike uh, to hit, or giving him a different look. Um, but for me, it's all about fastball command and, and the angle of that fastball. It's got real sync to it. It's working down on the zone. You get chases underneath on the changeup when you're doing that, making the hitter commit to down away, which is a really hard pitch to hit consistently. Uh, when he's executing that over his career, he's been really, really good. He's doing a good job with that right now.
0: I'm fascinated by Scott Efros and and how he's been able to to be really, really effective. Is is his delivery something that is hard for batters to pick up?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was for me when I played. I, I hated the sidearm guys. Uh, it's such a different look. You, it takes you a minute to figure out where the belt ball needs to start. Uh, how much sink or run is in that, and then you're kind of playing the guessing game between uh, the sinker in and the slider that's going to sweep away. Uh, Scotty's got even more to his game. with uh, He's got uh, what we call kind of an upshoot fastball. He's got where he can make it rise in the zone and get above the barrel. Um, and really, as a changeup has come into play really nicely versus the lefty. So um, he's off to a great start for us, a guy that's really built some trust. He's got a, he's, uh, a unique story. He's worked really hard, made some changes, uh, he comes in and competes his tail off. He, he gives us what we want. He doesn't walk guys. He's in the zone. He's on the attack. He's done a really, really nice job for us. And uh, Somebody's been a big piece of our success so far.
0: You've got to love that, right? As a manager, a guy that, that takes some lumps, makes some changes, talks to people around the game, goes and reaches out to other guys that throw like him, and, and then has success. As a manager, you've got to absolutely love that type of story.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, where my just from being around the game for a long time, my radar goes up if if a player comes up and hadn't had any adversity, then then uh, then you're worried the first taste of adversity is going to come at the big league level, and that's a scary thing uh, to try to handle it on this stage. Um, when guys go through adversity and overcome that and work hard and and like you said, uh, rely on the people around them and. Um, talk to coaches, talk to other players, and they, they've been through the ups and downs of success and failures uh, and have come out, come out on the other side of that. That's, uh, that's a really, really strong thing, uh, and I think you need that more than just talent sometimes at our level because you're going to hit bumps in the road, and it's how you bounce back and how you try to figure out the problems and how you continue to compete uh, when things are going great.
0: Talking with Cubs manager David Ross here as the, the Cubs on a nice little run over the last week have won two series in a row and trying to win a series against the Pirates. Tonight, you'll be able to hear the game here on The Score. Rossi, I, I, you and Wilson Contreras are now in a very, very cool club of major league players. I want to take you back real quick to your 100th home run.
1: Ross cracks one in the air, deep left field. 100 home runs for David Ross. Three-run homer, Cubs lead 5-1. A smiling David Ross rounding third. As he said a few weeks ago, 100 home runs in the show would be very cool. He is enjoying that moment right now.
0: The great Pat Hughes with the call. So when you hit the 100th home run, walk me through what you felt like.
1: I tell you what, first off, I love Pat Hughes' home run calls. <laughs> you guys play that. Game seven one. He's such a he's such an icon around us and I, I just love hearing his voice. Um no, I mean, like that feels great, right? And I think Wilson's yesterday took me back to my hundredth and, and obviously Wilson's gotten there a lot faster than I did and is uh, a you know, a much better caliber player than I was and um uh, to see him do that and all that hard work pay off and um to be a part of that, to watch him when he first, you know, his first at bat taking that change up off the lefty to right center in his first home run. I remember like it was yesterday uh, sitting on the bench and so pumped up for him. And then he gets to um, hit 100 last night for a grand slam in that fashion. Um, you know, it was pretty special. I thought, um, you know, you saw a little emotion come out from him. He's pumped up. He uh, he's put a lot of hard work and, and, Again, a guy that we rely on for championship at-bats. And really, you talk about our success as of late. He's just gotten on fire and having great at-bats at the top of our order. Um, we, we really rely on Wilson, and that was a really cool moment last night.
0: For someone who sat there next to him, that worked in every meeting with him as a teammate, and now to manage him, how have you seen him change from the moment he walks into the door to the player that he is now?
1: I think just the confidence he has within himself. One, you know, knowing he belongs here, you got to prove that first a little bit. Um, and then you get to uh, have some success and be on a championship team and be a part of a lot of winning. And, and now he's the he's the veteran. He's the guy we rely on. He's the guy that's leading these young pitchers, uh, trying to set the example, um, controlling his emotions and his at bat and maturing in that way. Like, he's got, gotten better in so many ways. Every part of his game, really, I mean, Um, you know, being able to turn the page uh, after a bat at bat and things that take a little bit of time and understanding, like each at bat is unique. If you get out in the first, uh, having another championship at bat in the fourth, uh, and the sixth and the eighth, you know those the things that continue to um, help us win ball games. He's done a really nice job of leading in that way and continues to grow every single day. He's he's awesome.
0: When you have a player that's clearly valuable the way that, that Wilson is, and people look at you and look at your team and say, well, maybe at some point they, they try to move Wilson. He's, I'm sure, hearing and feeling all of that. How do you tell him to deal with the speculation on where his career goes from here?
1: You know, I, I don't give advice in those areas. Now, I, that would really be outside of my comfort zone and, and really, you know, one of those things that um, I don't think yeah, – everybody's a grown man and they're, they're out having their careers. And um, the things that I are important to me that I try to talk about is the, the daily focus on winning that day. And Wilson does a really good job of bringing a good attitude and a focus to win that day and not letting out any, any outside noise affect him. Uh, I think he saw uh, and had great examples last year, some guys that went through that and probably learned a lot from that. And he has uh, a good team around him, good guys around him and a, a great support staff within his family that I know is really important to him uh, that supports him. We're, we support him and everything he does. And um, I think he loves being the Chicago Cub. I think he loves his teammates and I think he loves winning. And those are things that I value. And I try to continue to stress to everybody and, uh, I don't have to worry about that with Wilson. He does a nice job of bringing that mentality every single day. You you talked
0: about like the, the emotional the things that have happened this year with Wilson, like him and his brother with the lineup card. I mean, it, it, you have to ha- not have a soul if you didn't enjoy that, like as a fan, like seeing those <laughs> two guys and then seeing them be emotional last night. I love when guys are able to harness it, and I've always loved Willie because he – He because he's an emotional guy and he sometimes allows us in as viewers and fans of the game to see it for you how did you harness your emotions and and what are the positives when you have a guy that can play with a little bit of emotion like Willie does
1: yeah I think edge and emotion is good right I mean our emotions can can and I think Willie's Um, sometimes comes out in anger and sometimes comes out in sadness and sometimes comes out in, and, and I'm mad, you know, like how to control those and continue to not let them affect your performance uh, for me was, was the biggest thing. And, and you learn that, right? You learn to control those emotions and fears. Uh, I think a lot of my stuff going back um, was controlling the, the fear of letting for, a uh, fan base that expected a lot out of you and, and not being the one that, that made the mistake you know uh, I think Wilson's probably carrying a little bit different emotions of like I've got a you know he, he's one of our um, best hitters one of our best performers um, and one of our all stars and he's a guy that uh, has even higher expectations and he knows if he's one of the guys we rely on to do well so um, you know I, I think that's something that everybody grows into and I think that's something that you continue to learn how you work best. I know speaking of, you know, emotions, Wade was saying he was way too amped up on that first outing in um, San Diego and turned it around last night and said he just trying to go out and have fun. I think that's something that you learn as you get older. Of, we can put a lot of expectations on ourselves. We can put a lot of false narratives on ourselves of what we have to be or what we have to do um, the main thing is go out and have fun play like you're a kid uh, do your homework and enjoy the game that's usually when we're at our best most of us
0: you, you said something earlier that I just want to kind of whiteboard because I like when you teach us baseball here on this segment you're talking about <laughs> Wilson Contreras and championship at bats for you what constitutes a championship at bat
1: yeah, it's consistency, right? Um, the thing that stands out to me is, is what what do you look like in your first at bat of the game? Your approach—Are you staying to um, middle away? Um, you know, if you're if you're looking for something out over, do you swing at uh, sinker or in, or uh, if you're committed to the fastball, are you laying off any kind of spin until you get two strikes? Whatever your consistent type of at bat is. In uh, your plan, and seeing that every time you walk up. If if there's nobody on in two outs in your first at-bat of the game and you have a certain at-bat, but then bases loaded, two outs, fans are on their feet in the, in the ninth, is, am I getting the same at-bat? Am I able to control my emotions and have my at-bat in that moment? That's what's important to me. Um, not all of a sudden I swing at the first pitch over my head, you know, those are things, obviously, you grow and you learn that comes with maturity, but the more consistent championship type of bats that we can have uh, throughout a game, and, and if you get that from one through nine and that doesn't end for nine innings, the other team and the other pitcher has to work really, really hard. And that, to me, is what championship at bats look like.
0: Rossi, as always, I appreciate the time and the information. Good luck tonight against Brubaker.
1: All right, Lawrence, take care, man. Good to talk to you. Have a great day.